From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, March 8th. I'm Sarah Reif. About half the Caucasian population in Mendocino County has been vaccinated, compared to 16% of the Hispanic population. Still, with case rates dropping, Public Health Officer Dr. Andy Korn says the county could enter the red tier by the middle of this month. The County Planning Commission unanimously approved a subdivision of parcels on Felice Creek in Hopland for more winemaking buildings, with the possibility of publicly available walking trails on a 40-acre parcel in the floodplain. And the county has likely missed its opportunity to purchase Old Howard Hospital, with another potential buyer taking steps to secure the property. Corin went over some of the changes that could come about if the county succeeds in getting out of the most restrictive purple tier in the next couple of weeks. Changes that are coming will be more indoor, personal care. Groceries will uh, will move up to uh, 50 to 100 percent. Retail and shopping centers will be 50 percent. Restaurants will be able to open up to 25 percent to 100 people. Museums, zoos, aquariums, and movies will be limited to 25 percent capacity. Hotels, lodging, gyms, and um, fitness centers will also be open with limited capacity. A new effort targeting people in the least healthy quartile of California's Healthy Places Index seeks to remedy persistent vaccine inequity, but Corn acknowledged there are some unanswered questions about how the plan will be carried out. We're going to be vaccinating on the basis of age, but the most recent press release we saw said that um, it was opening up more professions like logging and lodging. So are we doing the the lowest quartile or professions or or age, and and how's that going to roll out? 70% of the vaccines we're getting should be targeted based on age and 30% on sectors. Then came 10% for teachers and recently came 40% is going to be targeted for the lowest HPI quartiles. We're not quite sure what they're actually used as a formulation for allocation to each county. That does add up to slightly more than 100%, but some overlap is inevitable. For example, a teacher over 65 who lives in the lowest quartile would satisfy three categories, though the unhealthiest places in the state are not the areas with the longest life expectancy. Korn said that as of Friday, 31,180 vaccines had been administered in the county. And that amounts to 31.5% of Mendocino population over 16 years old has had at least one dose and 13.5% of our community has had the complete series. 46% of our population over 65 years old are now vaccinated. The topic of possibly using Measure B money to buy Old Howard Hospital for a psychiatric health facility, or PUF, surfaced at the January meeting of the Measure B Citizens Oversight Commission, which decided to leave the matter to ad hoc committees on the Board of Supervisors and the Willett City Council. In 2018, when the site was first being considered for a PUF, the City Council passed an ordinance noting that the county had failed to provide the city any information about the project, that the council believed the building does not conform to seismic and safety standards, and that the proposed use of the site does not comply with the city's zoning requirements. The upshot of the ordinance was essentially a Public Records Act request to the county enfolded in a declaration of the city's desire to be involved in the decision-making process about the use of the property. Just a week and a half ago, county representatives were gearing up to do just that. The Willetsortarians received a presentation about the implications of having a puff in their community, and a town hall with the city and county ad hoc committees was planned for yesterday afternoon. 
But as of late last week, the Frank R. Howard Foundation had signed a letter of intent with an undisclosed buyer. The purchase agreement had not been signed, but once it is, a minimum of 60 days escrow will begin. Arnie Mello, the executive director of the Howard Foundation, said the potential buyer had expressed an interest in renovating the property and converting it to a health care facility of some sort, but there's still lots of due diligence to be done. And on Thursday, Gary Breen, the CEO of Campavita Winery in Hopland, made a case to the Planning Commission to subdivide 54 acres into four small parcels and a 40-acre remainder. Last year, he built a $12 million, 60,000-square-foot building to store a million gallons of wine from local vineyards. He argued that he's made significant financial contributions to the local economy and public safety. We paid the fire district almost $75,000, the biggest one-time fee ever. They recently raised their rates to $1.20 a square foot, and they were $0.20 a square foot uh, 30 days before I pulled my building permit. So where vintage wine estates and Duckhorn and some of the other ones that have built buildings recently, they were under the 20 cents and I was the first one under the dollar 20. So um, I'm very close to the fire department there. They just bought a new fire engine. It was specifically purchased to service buildings like mine, and Duckhorn and vintage wine estates. So my $80,000 fee, I think bought that new, um, you know, bought the new engine. As for the remaining 40 acres, Breen noted the lack of public parks in Hopland. You know, my hope has always been, and I've talked to the county about this, of creating some roadway or trail system. We can't use that property. It's in the floodway. And in my opinion, um, you know, the first thing we can do is try to preserve that creek. Um, So, you know, my long-term goal with the 40-acre remainder parcel is to try to figure out, you know, maybe a loop trail system, very low impact Um, kind of a walking trail type situation where people could go all the way up to almost the end of Beckstoffer on Faley's Creek and then do a loop. The Planning Commission agreed unanimously to grant Breen's request. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.